the breath is this ultimate tool to influence our emotional and our physical state because our emotions are chemical responses to experiences and a positive or negative experience can change how we feel chemically. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, 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 my loves. Welcome to another episode of the Alchemized Life podcast. We're officially, how many, how many days? How many days into 2021? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) What is time? Again, what we were talking about last week on the podcast, and we actually are doing another solo episode today in honor of the Academy of Breath coming back so soon. Actually, the doors open, you guys, next week, next Monday. I'm doing the launch a little bit differently than I have in the past. Usually, well, the first two times that I released the Academy of Breath, we did longer launches. I think the first launch was like six weeks. The second launch was about six weeks as well too. And this time we're only doing a 10 day period of being able to enroll in the Academy of Breath from January 18th to February 2nd. Um, and the reason being is that I want to be very mindful about my energy and, um, just play around with what it feels like to do shorter launches. You guys know that I like giving you a like complete transparent view of my business and my launches. And so, um, that's, you know, kind of part of the reason why for the Academy of Breath, but I'm really, really excited because we have so many incredible initiatives coming into this next round of the Academy of Breath. And today in the podcast, we're going to take a little bit of a U-turn with the direction and the, uh, the vibe of the podcast. We're going to get a little sciencey so i'm hoping you're down to get nerdy with me because this is and if you've ever been in the academy of breath then you know i get so lit up talking about the neuroscience the physiological impact of meditation breath work and today we're really going to be talking about the science of breath and this is such an important topic and tool for every single person, whether you want to join the Academy of Breath or not, because this can change your entire life, entire life. And you're going to see that today as we talk through this. So we're going to be talking about the impact of stress. We're going to be talking about how breath is this ultimate healing tool and not just for your physiological body, but also for your, your spiritual body as well. You know, these tools have been around for thousands and thousands of years, and there's a reason for that. And it's so exciting to see them coming back and resurfacing, especially over these past few years. Um, and it's such an honor to be able to kind of be at the forefront and charging the uh, chart charging 
be at the charge. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, be, be someone who is in a way responsible for getting these tools out to even more people. And I really do believe that that's part of my my dharma here is to teach as many people meditation and breathwork as possible. And from this episode, you're going to understand why. So my intention for you is what will want for you to really get an understanding of the power of your breath and also a little bit of a sneak peek into the Academy of Breath for those of you that maybe have been on the fence or have wanted to join or maybe are looking forward to joining. Um, it's an eight-week program, and so you're just going to get a little sliver of what the container is like. But what I really um, intend on doing in this episode and infuse throughout the entire, um, the entire course or the entire certification program is blending the science with the spiritual origin of these practices. I think it's really important that we honor both because that's really where, at least for me, it's like the pieces come together and click and it just adds so much context and um, I would say like texture to the experiences that you have inside of your meditation practice or your breathwork practice. You know, there are certain things that I heard in the beginning of my spiritual and personal development journey that I was like, that sounds really cool, but like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I don't know about manifestation. I don't know about like jumping time and, and all those kind of like, I would say, and I have air quotes right now, more woo woo ideas and beliefs. You guys, so much of it is backed by science actually. And so I think that that's really cool because some of the people that maybe were a little hesitant to lean into spirituality can really have that aha moment, the same one that I did, because I, I love seeing the science to back, the, back what I experienced. And so anyways, we're gonna talk about the spiritual origin today. We're gonna be talking about the science and the impact. So you get lit up about including this practice in your daily life. You know, my life changed so, so much when I started making sure that I was mindfully breathing every single day, meditating every single day. And yeah, of course, there's days that I miss. Um, but overall, the majority of my days include meditation and breath work um, for years now. And it has been so insane the many various ways in which these practices have changed my life and of course if you've been listening to this podcast I've definitely talked about them before um, in regards to intuition and manifestation and um, you know just so many different so many different areas of my life and my relationship and so today we're just going to be focusing really on like the science and the impact um, so before I get started just a quick disclaimer, this is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You guys know, always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. With that being said, everything that I'm about to share with you has been studied through academic research, peer-reviewed studies. This is not just something that I Googled and came up with. I dug deep into actual scholar scholarly? I'm just going to say actual academic research to ensure that everything that, well, one, I had learned through all of my various trainings, but also had experienced in my own personal practice or had um, learned through different books and whatnot had validity to them. So know that I have done lots and lots and lots of research to ensure that I am not just giving you fluffy fluffy things that are regurgitated in a yoga studio and whatnot. 
Um, so, you know, inside of the Academy of Breath, for those of you that maybe are new to my space, we teach you nine different breathwork styles. And so I'm not going to go over all nine of the breathwork practices today. It's going to be more overarching, but they stem from the yogic tradition, specifically Hatha yoga. And these practices have been around forever, specifically since around 2700 BC, but they're yogic breathing techniques that have such a powerful impact on our energetic bodies, our spiritual bodies, and our physical bodies. And pranayama, which is the Sanskrit term for breath work, or technically the translation is um, extension of life force, is really the art and science of that yogic breathing. And the cool thing about our breath is that it really is the one voluntary and involuntary physiological action of the body and brain, meaning that we breathe without thinking about it. We don't have to voluntarily breathe ourselves, but we can. Um, it's an involuntary action that happens. The moment that we are birthed into the world, the first thing that we do is take a breath in. And the moment that we leave the world, the last thing that we do is take a breath out. So I think that that's just so beautiful and so symbolic of how powerful and essential our breath is. And the thing is that from a very early age, we begin to leave our breath in an unmanaged state. And when doing so can risk falling into chronic inflammation, chronic stress, and essentially a chronic sympathetic response. And so for those of you that are unfamiliar with the term sympathetic, we have this, uh, we have our central nervous system inside of our bodies. And we also have our autonomic nervous system, which is basically our involuntary, our autonomous nervous system. So it does everything without us having to think about it. And the two stems of the autonomic nervous system are our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system. So our sympathetic nervous system is really that fight response. It's that fight or flight as you may hear it or fight, flight, fight, flight, or freeze. And this is a very, very prehistoric part of our brain meant to keep us safe. And so way, 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 way back in the day, it was very important that we had this fight or flight response because as cavemen and women, we had to survive and the outside threats around us could kill us. It was a saber-toothed tiger. It was a, fi a fire. It was another human being. And it was really important that our brains had this fight or flight response because in doing so, all that it focused us, focused our entire being on was fighting flying, so flighting, or freezing. And so when we get into that fight or flight response, our pupils dilate to enhance far vision so we can take in more of our surroundings. It decreases saliva production because our digestion isn't important. What's important is that we get the hell out of Dodge, you know what I mean? So that means that our heart rate increases, it, um, our blood vessels are constricted, our blood pressure increases, and all of this is happening to bring this jolt of energy into our bodies again so we can fight or so that we can run away as fast as we can and what happens is we move through this stress response essentially and this stress response starts in the prehistoric part of our brain the limbic system and um, in the in the process of the stress response being triggered again this sympathetic response being triggered we um, start pumping adrenaline, we start pumping um, cortisol, and these are both acidic 
chemicals by nature, they're acidic hormones by nature. And so what happens when we have all of this acid moving throughout our bodies is that inflammation occurs. Um, again, over time, if we're not if we're not producing saliva, or if we're um, we have an increased heart rate, then we can have heart problems or digestion issues or gut issues. Um, for those of you that are health coaches, you know that when someone's in a, a chronic stress response, their digestion is probably messed up, their hormones are messed up because they're in this constant chronic state where they just have acid flooding through their their veins for a prolonged amount of time. And so now when we think about it from the perspective of thousands of years ago, it makes sense because it was just a short threat. We got back to our cave. We were good. We were chilling. We were able to calm down, bring ourselves back into that homeostasis by the parasympath parasympathetic response kicking in, which is that stay and play or that rest and digest. Um, but now because our brains cannot perceive what is real from what is just a like a perceived threat like a someone honking or an ambulance going by or getting a shitty email and your heart starts racing you know what i mean like all of those kind of they're not real th threats for the most part of course we still experience real threats but for the most part they're kind of just like more more so, more so ego based threats where we think that we're in trouble but it's more just a psychological psychological impact, um, which should not be triggering this stress response, but it does. So it does. That's okay. Our brains are prehistoric still, so they haven't caught up yet. They haven't fully adapted to the very digital world that we live in, the new world that we live in. Um, so essentially what I'm getting at is that thousands of years ago, we were able to get ourselves back into that parasympathetic response quite quickly. So our digestion would turn back on. And when the parasympathetic response kicks in, uh, we also release dopamine and serotonin, which are alkaline chemicals by nature. And so the alkaline counter affects the acidic chemicals, which is so interesting. And that actually happens in the first like 30 to 45 seconds that we start to slow down and engage the parasympathetic response. Um, but because we cannot tell real threats from perceived threats at this point, and anything from a bad email to getting in a fight with your partner can engage the par or excuse me, engage the sympathetic response, what happens is we stay in this chronic stress state. So again, going back to the health coaching example, you might have clients that are in a chronic state of stress where their blood vessels are completely constricted and they're getting migraines every day because they're so tense and they're barely breathing, their breath is really shallow, their shoulders are all tied up towards their ears. This is being in a chronic stress response. And I think the reason why I'm like so, you can tell like I'm really excited by this, this, this work and this information is because I was in such a insane chronic stress response for so many years when I was working in the corporate world and so many people are because we've forgotten how to breathe. We've forgotten how to get ourselves out of the sympathetic response. We've forgotten how to take time to wind down. And so that's where the breath comes in. The breath is this ultimate tool to influence our emotional and our physical state because our emotions are chemical responses to experiences and 
a positive or negative experience can change how we feel chemically. You know, they're releasing adrenaline and cortisol or releasing dopamine and serotonin. And if we could use our breath to influence our emotional state and also as a way to understand what emotional state we're currently in, then we can use the breath to move out of that stress response, that chronic stress response that so many of us are in, into a, st- a, pl- a place of stay and play, as um, one of my teachers, Emily Fletcher, shares. And she's been on the podcast. She's awesome. Um, but again, because the body doesn't know what is real and what's imagined, when fight or flight remains on, the body uses all of its energy reserves to deal with a constant threat. So there's no room for the growth and repair of our bodies. And so when we can bring the breath in, it brings us back into a place of homeostasis where we're able to heal our bodies, repair our bodies, recover from stress, and of course, grow. And so this isn't, I should say, this isn't to say all stress is bad. We do want healthy levels of stress because that's really the tension that's necessary for our spiritual growth, our emotional growth, our physical growth. Um, But again, it's that constant state of stress that's really bad for us and can cause migraines. It can cause fertility issues. It can cause chronic inflammation, ultimately disease. That's like, this is all caused from the inflammation that stress causes in the body. And so breath work, can show us when we're in a state of fight or flight because we can instantly tune into how our breath, how we're breathing in our bodies. And it can also help us to move back into that neutral or parasympathetic response. And the way that it does it is through the autonomic nervous system. So that parasympathetic response engaging. When we sit in meditation and start practicing deep breathing exercises, for example, one of the breathwork practices that I teach inside of the Academy of Breath, which you may have heard of, heard me talk about before, is called equal ratio breathing. And so this breathwork practice has been used by Marines. It's used all over the world to help the body get back into that parasympathetic response. Um, it's really the most studied form of breathwork. So you can go online and type in equal ratio breathing, or maybe you've heard of it as box breathing. Um, but what's happening is that the slow breathing technique sends a safe signal to the brain, which acts as that trigger for the parasympathetic response. And a five minute equal ratio breathing practice can decrease stress. It can boost your immune system and digestion and create a greater sense of presence and enhanced sleep. So there's so many, and that's just like a very, very minimal five minute practice every single day. And just like a minimal amount of like the impact that the breath can have on you. Um, But it's so cool because it regulates our autonomic nervous system, which is in, has its has its little fingers in basically every single aspect of our body and our bodily functions from our our sex organs to our heart to our brain the autonomic nervous system has this nerve called the vagus nerve which runs from the base of our spine and has all of these little fingers that go into all the different areas of our body and um, when we have a low vagal tone and I'm not gonna get too into it, but when we have a low vagal tone, what happens is um, a there's, there's basically a, a correlation with low vagal tone and increased stress, um, gastrointestinal disorders such as IBS or chronic uh, inflammation, PTSD, depression. So psychiatric issues and again, physiological issues come from a low vagal tone. So when we are breathing, when we are breathing mindfully, when we employ this deep breathing, it increases our vagal tone. So high vagal tone is correlated through increased regulation of our stress responses. 
decrease of anxiety, a um, increase in the ability to um, act basically as a break in the stress response. It's so cool, you guys, the way in which breath, stress, and our nervous system are all interwoven together. And like I said, just a five minute breathwork practice daily can have a massive, massive impact on your stress response. It can have, it's, I mean, it really is the difference between being in a chronic state of stress where you've got acid running through your body at all times and your digestion is thrown off, you've got breakouts all over your face, um, you're not sleeping well, your hormones are messed up, your body hurts. It's like, it's that or five minutes of taking time to regulate and slow down and breathe deeply and increase that vagal tone and increase your ability to regulate your stress response. I mean, I just think that it's the literally the coolest thing ever. And that's one of the reasons why I am such a like meditation and breathwork evangelist is because I know that it doesn't take a lot to make a big impact. And I think that it's so cool because for me, like I am a, I'm a business coach, you know, I, I do, well, that's not all that I am, but I, I coach individuals in business and bringing their intuition into business. And when we're in a state, a stress response, because our only focus is survival, we're not thinking about how to show up and be of service to our community or that next great creative idea or what course to do or um, how to feel more confident. That's not what you're thinking about when you're in survival mode, you know? And so we can use the breath in business to come back to that place of rest and digest or stay in play. And in doing so increase intuition, increase creativity, have more space to think and to lean into what you feel and be curious and observational and experimental. Um, and that's just like from a business aspect, I already kind of gave the example of health coaching, but for yoga teachers as well too, it's like thinking about how powerful if you're teaching a yoga class or if you're in a yoga class and you're feeling your body feel resistance towards a certain pose or having trouble like really letting go you can let your breath be the guide and again sending that safe signal of it's safe to let go it's safe to relax and so it's just what i want to get across because i know i've shared a lot today and i've talked quickly because i start talking quickly when i'm really excited um what i want to get across is that breath work can be this umbrella healing tool that can serve you in so many different aspects of your life from your business to your health to your stress to your sleep to your relationships and we've really only started like scratching the surface together in this episode of how powerful it is can you imagine studying breath work and studying meditation for eight weeks and really diving into all the different breathwork practices, multiple meditation techniques to really master your mind and your body and your stress and, and be empowered this year. You know, it's like, it's such a transformational tool when you commit to it. And so if you're feeling pulled or if you're feeling just like excited by what I'm sharing, please check out the Academy of Breath. You will not regret it. There is so 
so much that I've put into this course into this it's a certification program so really you're going through the eight weeks so by the end of the eight weeks we do a certification call and you get certified you can teach this you're gonna you'll be able to talk exactly how I'm talking in this call and share it with all the people that you know and be able to uh, knowledgeably and confidently share about uh, the science and the spirituality of these practices but if you feel pulled to join this program, there is a reason. And I really believe that that reason is for you to be able to feel empowered in your body and to overcome a lot of the struggles that we experience in everyday life, especially as they relate to stress, especially as they relate to feeling stuck in emotions or feeling disconnected from our body. This is an embodiment practice and it's so beautiful. So. I hope that this episode has gotten you excited to at least start breathing every day for five minutes, even if it's just five minutes of breathing in for five, holding at the top for five, exhaling for five, holding at the bottom for five. That's your equal ratio breath. It's easy, it's simple, anyone can do it, and it makes such a big difference. So if that's even what you're taking away from this episode, please, please, please do. Let me know how you feel after a week of practicing, continue doing it. And from there, if you feel called to join the Academy of Breath, please visit the link in the show notes because there is a $500 off coupon for you in there. When you join the waitlist, we're opening up the doors on January 18th, which is next Monday. So if you're listening to this, the day that this comes out, it's January 18th, 2021, which is next Monday, a week from this episode release and you can join the waitlist up until that point get the $500 off coupon there's a pay in full and a payment plan um and I am just so excited for this next round. We completely revamped all of the information. Of course, all the original information is in there, but we revamped the information. There's over 10 hours of bonus content. There's two weeks of business modules for those of you that want to not only get certified in meditation and breath work, but build a wellness business utilizing these tools. We talk about the spiritual origin. We talk about the science. There's three different meditation techniques that you're going to learn. You guys, I don't, I don't mean to toot toot my own horn, but really like this training, I wish that this training was around when I started getting into meditation and breath work because I really went through, I went through multiple breath work and, and meditation trainings and some of them were just spiritual focused, some of them were just science focused. And if you're like me, linking the two together is such a powerful way for you to just like really get behind the work that you're doing and, um, and share it with the world. So anyways, link is in the show notes for those of you that want to jump on the wait list. Um, and you'll get the $500 off. The doors are going to open January 18th. We start on February 3rd, every single week for six weeks is a live call. The last two weeks are recorded calls and there's going to be office hours for you to ask questions. There's again, 10 hours of bonus content. Some of them, some of it's already pre-recorded. Most of it's already pre-recorded, and then there's also going to be three bonus modules that are going to be coming into this um, that are going to be live recorded with all of you inside of it. So it is it is a very robust training, and you will walk away a different person, hands down, hands down. All right, you guys, I love you all so much. This month is going to be so much fun. Happy 2021 once again. And if you guys have any questions about the Academy of Breath, make sure to just send me a DM. Um, if you are in send me a DM and let me know. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to meet all of you. You guys literally become my soul fam for life. Um, the Facebook group pops off still in between rounds and it's just magical. So anyways, love you all so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. <laughs>